Hello, Red Wave. Welcome to Boyer Bulldogs Podcast. The guys are back. Caleb in, KOP, and Michael B. All here to do some mailbag on this wonderful Monday. And then also, uh, Michael's going to share with you a little update on the sports going on in Fresno State Athletics. If you want to leave questions, here's how you got to do it. You got to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. So go on Instagram at Beware of Bulldogs podcast. Follow us on uh, Sundays. We put up, you know, leave your questions here. And we do the same on Twitter. And that's at Beware CSUF. Okay. They're different. Sorry. Um, but you got to follow us there to get your questions in. Before we get into the episode, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. And sponsoring this episode is Flora Flower Cart. Okay, so I want you to go to floraflowercart.com. Get your Valentine's Day flowers. You can have them shipped wherever you want them shipped, or uh, you can pick them up if you want to pick them up. Uh, Use code Bulldogs. That's Bulldogs with an S for 10% off to let them know that we sent you. So floraflowercart.com, code Bulldogs for 10% off. Don't be late. Get in, Get your order in now because they have a limited supply of Valentine's Day bouquets. And they also have a, a, a box, a gift box that you can purchase as well uh, for Valentine's Day. A lot of good stuff. So head to floraflowercart.com. And thank you, Flora, for sponsoring this episode. All right, Michael. What a sweet deal, dude. 10% off your Valentine's Day gift. Gosh. Man. Oh, no, it's huge. Sage. Oh, save no, I'm, I'm, I'm ordering one for my wife. Good idea. And I tr- beat in the crowd. So good for you. I'm not Just running fine. into, tra- I, I can't run into these, uh, you know, like Trader Joe's and things when it's packed and you're getting the dead flowers. The, the, yeah. the little petals are falling off. You want to get some that are fresh, local way to go. Yeah. Well, first, be- Michael, before you tell us all about what's happening, um, we, you know, they've heard from us, Michael. We talked to some uh, people. Uh, well, really, they've just heard from me uh, just talking about basketball. But Caleb, you're here, man. We, we, I feel like I don't see you enough anymore since football season's over with. So tell us the update because we know about your house. Uh, you, you, you're moving into a new house. Update us on it. Yeah, we've been in limbo for the last couple of weeks, bought and renovated the house. And so for sounding different, the room's a little bit more echoey. I don't have anything on the walls, don't have any of my real estate memorabilia up or anything. But yeah, we're in the new house. I've got my own little podcast office area. So yeah, it's an exciting time for us. And yeah, good to finally be done with the move because that's uh, it's a difficult process. But yeah, it's, it's good. What was the hardest part? Just the scheduling, getting everything finished. I mean, I know not to, you know, blame COVID on everything, but just between like taking forever to get stuff done in the house, stuff being more expensive than it should be, you know, getting COVID and that delaying the move, that that that, that part sucked too. <laughs> so. Waiting up, waiting 14 weeks for a dryer that's stuck on a boat somewhere. <laughs> yep, exactly. So just the fact that we're living here now and we have our essentials is, is good good for you guys man i'm happy for you if you listen on spotify even if, if you don't listen on spotify head to spotify this one is going to be video right so no intro song because I, I can't edit videos <laughs> so this is straight and guys i can't edit them so don't screw up and i'm doing my best don't screw up and make sure you know 
tell Michael, tell your brother he can't be running around in his underwear in this one. Hey, if he runs around with his underwear, I'm just happy he's got underwear on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how is the athletic program looking, Michael, before we get into mailbag? Yeah. So let's start last week. Men's basketball played in the Seymour Center against Utah State. Caleb Nail did a little breakdown, so make sure you catch that episode. It was a 61-54 win for the Dogs. Uh, the next day, we had um, we went to the University or uh, Air Force uh, Academy. Uh, the women's basketball took a 66-57 to um, L. Uh, so bummer there for the women's basketball team on the loss. Uh, Friday, the 21st, water polo played number four in the country. Arizona State took a dub. Let's go. 11 to 8. Big time. Go dogs. Uh, go dogs. Love Coach Benson squad out there just balling. Um, yeah, we talked to her. To go check that one out. Exactly. She's awesome. She's great. Um, we had men's basketball sadly take um an L against Reno, uh 73 to 77. We all missed that game for prior uh, engagements. So it was uh if you missed it, we're sorry. Uh no recap on that one, but a loss to Nevada. Um, then you go into Saturday. nobody wanted to hear a recap anyways. Nobody wanted one. to hear a recap for a loss. Exactly. Uh, water polo played UC Irvine um, on Saturday. They're in Arizona for like a big tournament. They lost uh, six to 10 uh, swim and dive played in or competed in Fresno. And I believe that was actually senior day for our swim and dive team, but Hey, they mm -hmm. took a dub. Um, I'm not sure how that scoring works, but it was 175 to 125. Lots of points being scored there. Uh, but swim and dive one in Fresno at the pool. So good for uh, good for them. Uh, water polo then played Cal and they lost eight to 12. But Cal's usually pretty freaking good at at uh, water polo. So that's not a that's not a terrible loss. And the girls basketball team then lost to New Mexico. So not great there. Uh, 74 to 80. Um, Haley Cavender put in another triple double that is her third of the year already and we've got about a, at least a, a minimum of a month left to go for the girls and she's got three trip dubs this year so pretty great a water polo finish in arizona today against michigan with a seven to nine loss so but water polo is playing you know we talked to coach benson she talked about how um, whenever we've talked to water polo players maddie garcia was one of the first interviews we did back in august at the start of the school year they always play these really tough teams so you're, you know, you, you read that and you go, okay, you went like, you know, one of three on this tournament, but you're actually playing top 10 teams in the country back to back to back to back to, back, you know, whatever it is. So it's really impressive that you, you get a dub against the number four team in the country and you're competing really well against these. These are, these are girls that are going to go compete. They're competing for a national championship. So it's cool to see Fresno be competitive in those things. Cause Hey, you never know you, you play them twice in a year and you know, you learn, you get better and go from there. That was a week to Fresno State Athletics. That was great, Michael. Good job, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. I practiced in the car. <laughs> Say, uh, Caleb, Michael came to the winery and we watched the Chiefs Bill, Bills game. So there you go. It, uh, I mean, Bummer. Not... No Josh Allen, but yeah. Let's cheer for Josh. All right. Let's do this mailbag, shall we? Let's get it. A Rock <laughs> 85 asks us. USC looks scary now. Do you agree? Kale, why don't you start us off with that one? They're definitely looking scarier than the last time Fresno State faced USC, which I think was the Jorge Reina season. Um, 
so yeah, I definitely the recruiting cost that uh, Lincoln Riley's pulling in is looking really strong. The transfers, I don't know if you guys just saw the Oregon running back mm-hmm. uh, just transferred to USC, <laughs> uh, which is tough for Oregon. Um, so yeah, definitely, I think USC is going to be on the on the come up next year. I mean, you can look good on paper, but I want to see you play in person. So. We're talking all about how good they look on paper, but we know who the dogs are bringing back. We know what they can do on the field. So, you know what, Lincoln Riley, you can get all these guys, you look great on paper, but if they don't mesh on the field, it don't matter. We Dogs will come in there and punch you in the mouth and knock you out and take home a dub back to the 5-5-9. So that's going to be, hey, regardless, that's going to be a fun game down in the Coliseum. That's going to be rowdy and a good time. You guys know if Caleb Williams is has transferred? I don't think he – because I don't think he has. I don't think he has. Yet. Okay, but he's rumored to go to USC. Is that correct? I believe so. I don't know. Uh, okay. If Caleb Williams goes to USC, I think they're pretty scary. But Jackson Dart is transferring. Yeah. So I, I don't know who their quarterback is. I, 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 I'm sure Lincoln Riley can reload, but I... <laughs> yeah. His recru- recruiting class is very good, but I don't know. I, if, they're, if he doesn't get a great quarterback... I, I don't I don't I, I think this team actually may be less scary than we think it's going to be. I think they got a I think they got a five-star guy coming in. Not that that's you know him being a freshman. Yeah, uh, you never know, but uh it's always nice when you're de- determining between two five-star quarterbacks at your quarterback <laughs> position. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. I I, I don't think Fresno State's scary, and I I think say that because uh, we're Fresno state and we don't, we don't fear anyone. We were talking to, uh, here's a, here's a giveaway. Uh, our next episode is with Steve Mushagian. Uh, he was a former player and coach and raised under, uh, coach Sweeney. They don't, they didn't fear anybody. They walked in every game knowing that they were going to win, thinking they're going to win. And I think that Tedford has that same mentality, has these guys with the same mentality. I don't, I don't think that they're going to fear USC, and I don't either. So I, it's going to be a fun, fun game, though. And it, we, we already know the date. So September 17th, I mean, go and request it off work now. Yep. Uh, make sure you're available so that way in eight months, uh, everyone can come <laughs> down to the Coliseum and cheer on Fresno State. And we've been asked by our friends at the Fantasy Football Dudes, who's another local podcast, to not plan any weddings on any Saturdays this fall <laughs> when the dogs are playing. Plan them for the spring. Get them indoors in the summer. We don't want to miss a freaking dog game for your wedding where you got your drunk uncle dancing around on the dance floor after one too many Coors Lights. So let's get these fall weddings on either Friday night so we can make it to the dog game or get them in the summer, get them in the spring. You know, let's do it right, boys and girls. <laughs> I'll say, I don't know if it's really up to the boys too much. Yeah, it's not up to the boys. Who might no, no, no. That, well, that's what we need stronger men. Step up, tell the woman, like, sorry, here, no go. <laughs> as, as you two are married men you guys can uh, give the pep talk on that one i'll just sit back and watch you no, but as a married man i'll say this it's way cheaper pay the 50 bucks go to reno courthouse there you go done bada bing, bada boom. And, then, and then and then you can just go around and you know make your rounds and party with with family as you go it's easy 
Fresno State FB underscore fan page. Best Fresno State game you guys have ever attended. We're going to switch it up, okay? We're not really switching it up. I'm adding. I want football game and non-football game. Plus, you want to go first? Sure. I'll throw one out there first. So, I'll start with football. Um, I'm going to exclude uh, Fresno State at UCLA from this past season just because I feel like people have heard heard us talk about that enough so i'm gonna throw it back uh 2004 uh mpc computers bowl in boise Idaho. so i was there um and that was a game Fresno state beat university of virginia in overtime um so we tied it up late and then uh we forced virginia kick a field goal uh, in overtime first play Fresno state had the ball um steven spock caught a ball over the middle kind of rolled into the end zone. He was definitely down before, but there wasn't really much review back then. I mean, it was 2004. So ref on the field called it touchdown game over one play Fresno state wins. So uh, that was a really cool game. Uh, it was super cold, uh, but it was, it was nice. And that was my first time in Boise. The blue turf sucks. I've seen it in person, um, <laughs> but, but it, it was cool. I mean, for Fresno state t- took down a big, uh, you know, big conference opponent and, uh, University of Virginia. So yeah, that was that was one of the cooler games I've seen. Did did Ducks actually land on the field? I don't I don't remember that happening then. But is that the rumor? I think so. Yeah. Ducks. So, yeah, ducks. Like like it's a lake or something like that. I hope I I always I hear that and I say I hope they shat on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice big dump on the Boise Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my. Football game is 2013 uh, overtime game against uh, Rutgers. I think uh, Derek Carr to Greg Watson, who was a backup quarterback, and then they moved him to wide receiver. And then uh, he caught the pass, and then we stopped Rutgers on a two-point conversion, I believe, to win. Crazy game in Bulldog Stadium. I remember there wasn't that. Is that the game where Derek Carr threw for like an insane amount of yards and like passed the ball just like a stupid number of times? Yeah, he set Mountain West record and school record by he went 53 for 74 oh for gosh. 470 yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> oh my awesome. gosh. 40, 41 of his completions went to Devontae, Isaiah Burst, and Josh Harper. Uh, the touchdown that Greg Watson caught was his second catch of the game. First career touchdown catch. <laughs> what a first career touchdown. Uh, yeah, 53 of 74 for 470 yards and five touchdowns. That game was insane. <laughs> All right, so my favorite football game has nothing to do with the outcome. That you attended. I was there. <laughs> I, I, so I started working with Fresno State in their athletic department. And my first year working football was Tim DeRuiter's last year, the one and 11 awful, terrible, miserable year. I also turned 21 in 2016 that season. So I actually worked the game on my 21st birthday and one oh no. I showed up to work that, that morning, that AM a tad hungover. My friends threw me a terrible party, but I was drunk. They all said it was awful. I don't really recall too much of it. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it as nice as possible, but I, I, I was a tad hungover the next morning when I showed up at State March Center to report. And um, 
I showed up and everybody was like, oh, Michael, it's your 21st birthday. You know, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. So we go to this game and I got paired with a friend of mine to work. We always paired off in twos and uh, Stephanie and um, we're down on the field. We're getting our promotions and stuff ready. And um, there was this I bumped into this trainer for Hawaii. I had to look up who we played because I don't even remember. And I bumped into her and she was like super pretty. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I started like casually trying to talk to her. And Stephanie looks at me and she goes, hey, it's your 21st birthday. If you ask her for your number, we'll go to a bar tonight and I'll buy you a shot. And I was like, really? And she goes, yep. And I was like, okay. She's like, but you got to do it before the end. You know, you got to do it. And I got to watch you because I got to prove that you're doing it. I was like, all right, all right. So halftime comes and all the, all the players are in the locker room. The trainer's just basically hanging out. And so I look at her and I was like, all right, I'm going to take you up on this. And I run over to the girl and I was like, Hey, I can I ask you something? And I like froze. <laughs> it's funny. But I asked her, I was like, Hey, can I get your number? And she told me straight up like, no, <laughs> I'll never forget that. She was just like, no. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I walked back. I was like, well, at least I get a shot. I never got my shot from Stephanie. So I'm still owed it five, six years later, whatever it is. But I got to be the guy who, on my 21st birthday, asked a girl for a number for a shot from a friend. So it was a it was a funny time, and I'll never forget that because it was a terrible year. We sucked. We were doing everything we could, but the stand there's like seven people in the stands because nobody wanted to watch a terrible Fresno State team, and uh, that was a really funny Fresno State memory that I have that has absolutely nothing to do with the outcome of a game. <laughs> we lost by one, by the way, that game. I think we missed a field goal to win it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make it any better. <laughs> hey, so we lost, and then you didn't get your shot. I mean, and you didn't have any digits, zero. Well, you know what? Shoot or shoot, shoot or shoot. <laughs> if I learn anything, shoot or shoot. Yeah, I'm proud of you, Michael. Thank you, thank you. All right, non-football game. Uh, non-football. I, I actually have two, I have two baseball ones. So, uh, 2012 uh, Fresno State baseball uh, at Pete Biden. Uh, and number one ranked Stanford Cardinal coming into town Friday night game, uh, big ace on the hill, Mark Appel. The previous season, he'd been drafted, I think, like fifth overall, and he didn't sign his contract, so he came back to Stanford. <clears throat> so he was coming in, and, I mean, the stadium was packed. It was one of the more electric crowds that I've ever witnessed. Uh, at like a Fresno State baseball game and uh, Aaron Judge, uh, you might might have heard of him. Uh, he came in, hit two home runs and we rattled the guy and ended up winning, I think, seven to three. And it was crazy. Like the crowd was awesome. We rattled this stud guy who ended up getting picked first overall <laughs> in the, <laughs> the following uh, MLB draft. And yeah, it was just a really cool game. And that was like, okay, yeah, this, this judge guy is pretty good. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that was, that was a really cool, really cool game. Yeah. My, my, uh, oh gosh, man, I'm trying to pick a game. Um, I, I, did you have two, by the way? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So my second one, uh, go back one year, 2011, uh, Fresno State playing at home against University of San Diego, 22-inning uh, game, and I was there for the whole game, so I had to look it up. So the, the, game, the game started at 4 p.m., and uh, there was a 7-hour and 12-minute game, so yeah, at uh, 11.30 almost, <laughs> game ended, so yeah, wow. that was a 3-2 to two game. It went 12 straight extra inning uh, 
without a run. <laughs> so, oh but surprisingly, you know, a good amount of the crowd stuck around. Um, and yeah, that, that was just kind of an obscure one, you know, kind of weird history book moment that I was part of and pro- probably the longest baseball game that Fresno State will ever play in, hopefully. But yeah, that was, that was kind of a fun one. And that was, Fresno State Baseball had a really good team that year. I mean, that was, as, as I was reminiscing, looking back through their schedule, they had, that was a 40-win season for them. And they ended wow. up in the UCLA Regional. And I actually got to go to that too. And Fresno State lost both their first games, but they faced uh, Trevor Bauer in the game that they got eliminated by UCLA. Um, so he's kind of uh, problematic now, I guess. But uh, I mean, at, at, at the time, like he was pretty you know, good. Yeah, really good. I mean, doing his kind of freak warm up stuff, he had all this gear in the dugout and all these like foam rollers and stuff that he was, you know, wiggling and like he was just kind of a freak. But I mean, he, he was really good. And um, yeah, only lost uh, three to one on that one. So that was a, that was a cool season. Um, too bad it ended that short. But yeah, a couple, uh, couple interesting baseball games. All right, I'll, ro- I'll run through the ones that I couldn't decide on. Uh, I took my girlfriend when I was in college. I took my girlfriend, to, who, who is now my wife, to a baseball game because I heard of this guy named Aaron Judge. And uh, we, I forget who we played, but we crushed him. And the first, first time Aaron Judge walked up to the plate, he crushed one over the fence into Cedar Avenue. I was like, okay, well, he's good. Uh, <laughs> the second game, uh, I went to a basketball game with my dad and uh, my brother, and we played Air Force men's game, and uh, we watched New Williams. It's kind of like, I don't know if it was coming out party or whatnot, but uh, we loved watching him play, and he had a big dunk against Air Force, and I thought, man, I love how this guy plays. i got to have him on the, the podcast, and I got him on and got the Met. Got to meet new uh, Williams, so that was that was fun game. But I think the uh, my favorite game I attended, other than a football game, was I was younger. Is when Paul George was playing, and I, I don't remember who else was on the team to be honest. But we went because we heard this guy called uh, named Paul George. We wanted to see him play, so my dad took uh, me and my brother, and he got hurt that game, and we were sitting right behind their bench. And so the entire game, about the entire second half, my dad was talking crap to Paul George to get in the game. He's like, would you toughen up? If you want to be in the pros, you got to play through this, man. Get in there. And Paul did not like it. He's rolling his eyes at him. The rest of the bench was dying laughing. They thought, and they were giving the wave to my dad. Keep going. Come on. Tell him. Keep going. Keep going. So that's all my dad needs and he'll just keep going. So uh, I had a good time. I was a little embarrassed, but now looking back at, at it, I, I think it's great. It was, it was fun. It's a great memory. Fun basketball game too, that I attended. I was going to do a basketball game, but I think I've told the story before. So I'm going to go with a different game. Call an audible last second. The one of my favorite non Fresno state games I ever went to was the very first water polo game we had at home, which was cool. Um, we hosted FPU. So like all of Fresno was there. And so like the pool was packed, which was sick. Um, the wrestling team, which was also new that season came out and painted their chest. So like they had bulldogs painted on their chest, which was really cool. And we had, um, <laughs> we had so many people there that people were standing by like the diving board on top, uh, <laughs> like on the others, like on the completely other pool. 
Um, and we had three football players do the halftime game because there is a halftime in water polo and we had them shoot the ball for as far as they could. And so they were like on the like other side of the pool and we had the snapper there at the time, the center or the long snapper, I don't remember. And so the, the wide receiver tries to throw it in and the cornerback tries to throw it in and they can't. And I look at the center and I was like, dude, snap it in. And he's like, okay. So he turns around and like gets the water polo ball in like a, the center position and hikes it and like dude just nails it so it was really cool because i look back and like it was it was fun it was the packed house it was the first game ever we lost to fpu but it was kind of cool to see all of fresno there it was all under the lights all right next to the pool and it's packed house it's kind of fun hmm. nice aiden swan wants to, to know what's your favorite tailgate lot red lot red lot you can't beat the red lot old red lot before the soccer stadium was in, that was yes. by far the best. Yeah. Old, old red lot for sure. Yeah. I've never really tailgated at a game. So the only time I really tailgated, I went and hung out uh, in the softball by the parking lot, by the softball field. And it was cool. Cause you can buy, like they have a ticket package where you can buy it and it's like 400 bucks, but you get like 10 tickets, four parking spots and a hundred dollar gift card to mad duck or something like that. And so guys bought it and then we all had a free spot to park and they had, you know, 10 people got free tickets. And so it turned out to be like 40, 20, 30 bucks a person, I think. And so it was kind of cool. That's the only time I really tailgated at games because I was always working. I also would add the dorm room, the dorms. <laughs> <laughs> when we lived in the dorms, that was fun. That was a good yeah. time. Well, even, you know, back in the day, you know, recently, uh, you know, back when ESPN was the radio partner uh, and, you know, the local ESPN affiliate would put on their like tailgate before the game. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever went to those, but mm -hmm. you kind of had to fight to get a pass and like either had to go down the radio station or know someone or someone was doing a giveaway or something. Uh, but yeah, you, usually they had really good food in there and usually the, you know, they gave you a bunch of drink tickets when you, <laughs> when you, when you went through the gate too. So yeah, that was always fun, but that was, that was on the white lot side usually. So mm -hmm. I was going to say the, the dorm, uh, dorms are dry. So but you have to make it fun. Yeah. You have to make it really fun. You got to close the door. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> uh fcc rams underscore football when do you think renovations will be made to bulldog stadium um when uh derek and Devonte donate and paul <laughs> george uh, maybe <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know i i would hope next year but it's not gonna happen this year so the earliest would have to be next year. I think I think it'll happen. Enough I think, people. I think the word's getting out. I think word's getting out. I think Tedford's going to be a big push for him. I, I just have a feeling that he's going to try to to push and talk to the right people, and he knows everybody from the past like four generations of Bulldog football, right? Because he he was he played in the '80s, coached there in the '90s, and then was kind of around in the 2000s, and then obviously came back recently. Um, so he knows everybody. I would also say that no, I think Notre Dame redid their stadium and they got money from the university. And the way they did it is they put a classroom inside the stadium. So you could have uh -huh. it. Used, and so they used it. The, the school gave them money to do it because it's technically like an academic facility. So they got money to do it. So not saying that that's a loophole, but it definitely looks like a loophole to me, the naked eye, 
And so if we could figure out a way to put in like a sports, I don't know, sports athletic training or some kind of class that could tie into athletics somehow, um, even like a sports marketing or sports business class. And cause we got a sports marketing degree in the business department. So if we can find a way to, to tie the two together, you could. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to have to have a big uh, financial push first before they're going to be able to do it. So yeah, it'll probably take Derek and Devonte and Paul George. I'll give them like five million each just to, <laughs> just to just to get the ball rolling. Now that we're playing at Valley Children's Field at George the Ra- George Giraffe Stadium, we might be uh we might That's get true. a couple extra dollars to to help pay for something. We'll see. That's true. All right. Oh man, uh, Laura Trickett asks who's the best Givali server whose name starts with an L (laughs) I think it'd be be Laura Trickett I think it'd be Laura Uh, Ron Jenkins asks us a question nope just kidding go dogs from uh, Ron Jenkins (laughs) love it and last but not least Chris Andresen he's got a two-parter for us uh, was there a sport where you would have liked to play full time besides the one you are currently doing? Because <laughs> we are, you know, full time mm-hmm. athletes. athletes. <laughs> uh, I think we've kind of we might have been asked this question before. Mm. What what sport we'd want to play? Yeah, what sport? What sport would you guys want to play? I'm not good at any sports. <laughs> I'm more of a sports watcher than a sports player. So I guess I'm going to pick something where I don't necessarily need to be that F. I mean, I got to be athletically gifted, but like, I think I could do like golf or cross country where it's just like a mental thing, you know, it's all up here. If I could just mentally psyche up, you know, I could probably do it. So I'll take one of those two. Is golf mental? Oh, golf, yeah. golf is really mental. That yeah, was, dude. I that suck. Was, that was, huh? that was probably going to be my pick. It's like, if I, if I could be sweet at golf, Oh, that would be awesome, dude. But like, the, you guys the, are so basic. The, <laughs> but but like, the thing is, the professional golf grind is crazy. Insane. I mean, yeah. it's like really nonstop, ton of travel, and you know, you're walking around a bunch. So, look at Brooks Kepka. He's jacked. He is jacked. Maybe I could be him in my <laughs> second life. <laughs> I think it would be awesome to do snowboard cross. <laughs> okay, hold on here. I thought we were talking about sports at Fresno State. Yeah. Oh, okay. Snowboard. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. Come on. Well, all right. All right. Fine. 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 I can't snowboard either, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, what well, doesn't? It was any good. Uh, gosh, I love the game of basketball, but I think I'd have to go with baseball. Hmm. Uh, most opportunity pitcher pitcher by we the gotta way. get a beware of bulldogs slow pitch softball team going that's a sport we could all be good at <laughs> get a couple of beers in and we'll have a good old time uh for the people that don't know michael and i intramural champs slow pitch softball at fresno back, state dude i went back to back years back i don't know back. what you're talking i don't know what you're talking about i was a braining champ <laughs> i didn't play that though 
the other year. Um, I was super proud. I made like two defensive plays and got a couple base knocks. I mean, hey, bad at last, but good team. I was a good team chemistry guy. No, Usually, you were great, man. You kept the morale high. I kept the morale. I was. We had a rule on our slow pitch team that if you struck out, you owed everybody a thirty pack. So I was really good at cheering people on to strike out. I, uh, you know, <laughs> I was real good for team morale. All right, last question. What are some things you have learned? This one's deep, guys. What are some things you have learned that you wish your younger self uh, could know that would save you from trouble? <laughs> this one might take some thinking. Close the door in the dorms when you're drinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Learn that one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Plutz, you got anything? Something that you would that you wish your younger self knew? Uh, stop caring about what other people think about you because they don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that would probably be mine too. Um, and I wish I would have spent spent less time on video games and more time in the gym. Um, but I mean, that's looking back now, but yeah, I don't care about what people think. Other than that, I, I can't really can't think of anything. I'm not old enough. I feel like I'm not old enough to be answering this question. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe check back in with us in five, 10 years. <laughs> yeah. After I start having kids of my own. <laughs> so by the way, Pletz, I'll do this live on air. Um, I'm having a kid soon. Whoa. Yeah. Congrats, man. That's I can't awesome. wait for you to name him Beware a Bulldogs podcast nail. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bob nail. Uh, yeah. So uh Jazz and I are, are pregnant. That's I'm not awesome, pregnant. Man. Jazz is pregnant. <laughs> Congratulations. So now everybody that listens to the podcast, now they know. So so I still need to tell some people. So I gotta tell family. <laughs> You got you got 15 minutes before this podcast here. She yeah. <laughs> start making phone calls quick. That's right. They don't listen. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we gotta have a party now. Boy Bulldogs party for a, a baby. <clears throat> so that I should tell the listeners. Um, be soon there may be crying. I may be doing I may be doing some recording while holding a kid and screaming and yelling into the mic. They just want to be on the podcast, dude. Just just let it happen. No, the grind never stops. So, baby, sorry. <laughs> we got to still bring the content to the valley. <laughs> but that's that's it for Mailbag Monday. Make sure you follow us on Instagram on, and Twitter. Go to floorflowercart.com. Put your bouquet together, send it to your loved one. Uh, use the code Bulldogs for ten percent off. I'll let them know that uh, we sent you. And anything else, guys, that we can leave them with? We got some cool interviews coming up. Uh, Steve Moshegan was uh, real fun to talk to. I mean, when you listen to, he was super interesting because, like you say, Caleb, he he co- he played under Coach Sweeney, and then he coached with Coach Sweeney, and then played with Tedford. He, t- played with. Yes, he caught what Tedford's first pass in Bulldog Stadium or last pass? I don't. He he caught what, the first touchdown. First Bulldog touchdown. Stadium. Thank you. And um, so just like, and he's known Tedford since he was in high school. 
So it's really cool to stroll down like memory lane with him because he's, he's known almost every single bulldog class that has come to Fresno state since he was here, which is insane because he can name drop Trent Dilford or Lorenzo Neal, go back to Steven Baker and guys like Ron Jennings, Ron Jenkins, and then jump back to, you know, Tedford and then, and then talk about coaching with coach Sweeney and then like a young Pat Hill and like, how he found it. So it's like really interesting because like college athletics is a small world and like Steve Moshegan knows everyone. <laughs> and so it's really, I don't know. It's really, it was really interesting. Coach it's Moose. People don't Coach know him, but Coach Moshegan, Coach Moose. Um, and we got some more planned. So it should be fun. All right. That's going to do it for this uh, edition. Once a week edition of uh, Mailbag Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy. God bless you guys. And as always, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs.